The following is my conversation with Kate Darling, lecturer at the University of Cambridge and specialist on the anthropology of Vasco da Gama. In a recent book, Demigod da Gama, The Life and Legend of Vasco da Gama, Darling argues convincingly that Vasco da Gama was much more than a robber baron. He was also a demigod. He was also a demigod. We discuss her work and some of the challenges of translating historical texts from Portuguese to English. So without further ado, let's get started. Uh, let's get started. This show is possible because of tree colors, warplanes, their innovative planes and equipment have helped turn the tide of the war against the Atlanteans. Thank you for your support. Now with the show. Hello, and welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Kate Darling, lecturer at the University of Cambridge and specialist on the anthropology of Vasco da Gama, her recent book, Demigod da Gama. The life and legend of Vasco da Gama has caused quite a stir in academia, with many reviewers calling it original, provocative, and compelling Henriksen. In this interview, we'll be discussing her work and some of the challenges of translating historical texts from Portuguese to English. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to specialize in the anthropology of Vasco da Gama? Well, I have a background in anthropology and classics, and I initially started studying Vasco da Gama as part of my classical studies. However, as I began to investigate the Portuguese explorer more closely, I became fascinated by his enigmatic status in the historiography of Europe. Many scholars see de Gama as a robber baron who arrived in India intent on plundering its riches, but I argue that he was also a demigod who transformed the colonized world through his discoveries. Interesting. And uh, according to your book, what do you think made Vasco da Gama so special? There are a few things that make Vasco da Gama unique. For one thing, he was the first European explorer to reach India by sailing around Africa. This drastically changed the way European people thought about the world. Moreover, his achievements in India were not just limited to his military conquests. He also developed maritime technologies that revolutionized trade between Europe and Asia. And finally, De Gama was a religious figure who integrated Hindu beliefs into European Christianity, creating a new form of syncretism that influenced future explorers such as Columbus. That sounds like quite an impressive list. Do you think people understand him properly now after all these years? I think there's still some debate surrounding Vasco da Gama's legacy, but I believe he deserves much more credit than he currently receives. To me, he's a fascinating example of how history can be interpreted in multiple ways depending on the person reading it. That sounds like a significant insight into the matter. So where did you get the idea for your book, Demigod da Gama? The life and legend of Vasco da Gama my idea for the book actually originated from a course I taught about colonial history at Cambridge. I wanted to create an engaging classroom text that would challenge students to thinking critically about historical events. As I researched Vasco da Gama more closely, I realized that there was much less coverage of his religious and spiritual dimensions than there was his military exploits. So I decided to write a book that would explore both aspects of his legacy in depth. That makes sense. It's really interesting to hear about how your research led you to write this book. So based on your research, how do you think people should view Vasco da Gama? Is he purely a robber baron or was he also a demigod? It's impossible to say definitively what Vasco da Gama truly was. He was a complex figure who operated in an extremely complex context. 
However, I believe he was both a robber baron and a demigod because he transformed India into a European country through his conquests and technological innovations. Overall, I think he deserves more credit than he currently receives because of the huge impact he had on global history. That makes sense. It's definitely an intriguing topic. Hmm. And speaking of intriguing topics, how do you think our current political landscape will affect the future of historian research? Well, politics definitely plays a major role in historian research these days because it affects funding availability and accessibility. At the same time, there's been an incorporated easing number of scholarship clashes between political ideologies, which has caused some historians to burn their manuscripts rather than submit them to mainstream journals. In short, politics is definitely having an impact on historian research today, which is worrying because it could eventually harm our understanding of past events. That does sound like a concerning trend. So where do you think we should go from here? I think it's important for historians to continue pushing the boundaries of their field and to be open to new interpretations of historical events. We need to be willing to challenge traditional understandings of history in order to create a more accurate picture of the past. That sounds like a sound strategy. So thank you for speaking with us, Kate. It was an interesting and unintentionally hilarious discussion. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe on iTunes or via our RSS feed so that you're always up to date on the latest episodes. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review. We really appreciate it. And now today's poem, read by none other than Kate Darling, it's titled uh, Gamma, Demigod, or Robber Baron. Day Gamma's legacy is complex as achievements vast and wide. <clears throat> both religious and secular in nature. He was more than just a robber baron.